Yes, hello and welcome to the Supercoach Professionals Review Show, round five in the books and um, completely in the books as we're doing this show on the Monday today for this week only, of course, with three games on the Easter Monday. And Ryan MS joining me as he always does for the review show. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Uh, might as well get straight through it, go all the way back to Good Friday uh, afternoon game and a very controversial one indeed it was. It was the Rabbitohs v. the Bulldogs and looking at the Bulldogs scores first and despite the fact they lost there in the final minutes, their supercoach numbers were very good. Josh Jackson in particular, 89 points. He was back into that second row position there, not sort of as involved there, dummy, not having to go into dummy half, not having to float out to centres as much and so a good day for him, 38 tackles, also had a, a line break and a line break assist. Uh, also looking at Aiden Tolman, a guy we thought might might do alright, well he went really well, 39 tackles and 21 hit-ups, 12 of them over 8 metres, helping his day to 80 points, had a line break assist as well. Sam Perrett just keeps um, um, performing well really there on the wing position, he scored 70, got a try, a couple of line breaks, uh, his, his wing partner Curtis Rona another good day thanks to a try and a line break, 62 points for him. Uh, looking at Josh Morris, a good day for him with 54, scoring a try. He's starting to get those bigger numbers we thought could go his way this year. Um, David Clemmer, we've been waiting years for Clemmer to have that big game. Uh, and 68, finally doing it, but um, he's actually going to be out now for descent. So <laughs> a bittersweet um, day there for Clemmer owners. He, he, not only the 68 points, he actually got Sinbin there right at the end too. So it could have even been higher, but... Uh, 20 tackles, um, 19 hit-ups, 15 of them over 8 metres at a line break as well, and 6 tackle busts. So big day for Clemmer, and you're probably, you're probably holding on to him through the, through the um, suspension, but we'll talk about um, that more on the roundtable show that we do on a Thursday. Um, Josh, uh, James Graham, I should say, 55 points, but he's also likely to be out for a month. And Brett Morris, a uh, long-term injury, 52 points for him. And potentially Tim Lafayre, only scored 13. He went off early. Um, big um, big blow, not only for the Bulldogs, but if you own him in Supercoach, he's out long-term as well. Um, and Michael Leach, a 59, one of the few that will escape um, suspension um, with an early guilty plea. But uh, Bulldogs... I guess it was a, it was a big match, the grand final rematch, Ryan, and I, I guess it didn't didn't disappoint, but very controversial there from all angles at the end. <laughs> no, it didn't disappoint. Both teams went hard at each other, and then um, yeah, then the dogs lost the plot entirely in the last couple of minutes. Um, Super coach wise, Josh Jackson, yep, that's definitely his best his best position, just doing doing his work, and he comes up with some really good stuff. Um, the second row. Uh, Aidan Tolman, of course, is one of the workhorses of the side. And um, Sam Perrett, he's, I'd say he's, well, in uh, sporting terms or league terms, he's getting on a bit. Um, but he's still doing very, 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 very well. Um, mm. The well, guy who I thought the, wing, the interesting thing from that game was that um, uh, when Josh Reynolds started on the bench, uh, was yes. going to be tough, um, especially wondering how many minutes uh, Alicia would get. Uh, as it turned out, um, as soon as Josh Reynolds came on, uh, Alicia, Alicia went off, but then he was on a minute later after Lafayette got injured. Um, so that it really didn't affect the point scoring anyway, but it's something to think about in the future. Uh, yeah, it's, in the future, who knows what the dog's team is going to look like next week. 
Yeah, it's something, like we were saying, we're definitely going to be looking at, not only on the Roundtable podcast, but also on the um, the previews of, of that we do in the blogs there on the website, www.supercoachpros.com. That's P-R-O-S.com. And those late changes, like Reynolds to the Bench, um, to get that information, of course, you just have to follow us on Twitter, at supercoachpros. And we tweet out before each game. So some useful um, last-minute information can can help with those adjustments to your team. Uh, looking at the South Sydney lineup, well, all eyes, I guess, will be on Adam Reynolds. He's, he's out for months um, and potentially well, even up to five I, months. I did hear tonight um, also that it may not be months. It may only be weeks. Wow. Well, that could, uh, that could see, change. See, he's seeing a specialist or something. That was the That was the call. Well, that could change a lot in your strategy if you own him. He did put up 68 points before um, the injury at the end there. Had a try assist, uh, four goals. Uh, just a good all-round game from Reynolds. Nothing too spectacular. Um, Isaac Luke, 56 points. He scored a try. Um, he, he's got a reasonable flaw there, Luke, and so continuing to do well for you if you, have, if you put him in your lineup there. Um, David Tyrrell was a bit of a surprise, mainly thanks to the try, but 61, good numbers, someone to keep an eye on. Um, and George Burgess, 64, although he too could be out for next week with um, potential suspension. Uh, a couple of guys that underwhelmed, Greg Inglis, which we probably expected against the Tough Bulldogs team, 37, and Luke Keary with uh, 35. But Keary now going to get that opportunity to sort of be the main playmaker with Reynolds out, so maybe you're not sort of throw, throwing out the baby with the bath water just yet. But Souths, um, they look like they were going to lose most of the game. They got the two points, but, but not much else. And Supercoach-wise, particularly, Ryan, not, not too much to talk about. No, they were very quiet, Supercoach-wise. Um, might be worth mentioning that um, Kiri actually played a lot of um, dummy half on the Friday, in the Friday game because of uh, Isaac Luke's injury. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but as you said, he'll be back and he'll be the main man um, come next week. Yeah. Uh, look, yeah, look, a lot of them underwhelmed. Um, a guy who really has been fairly disappointing this season, super coach-wise, anyway, has been Chris McQueen. Um, would have thought he'd be a guy who'd, who'd put, you know, consistent 40... 40 to 50s uh, on the board, uh, but it hasn't happened so far this year. And he's um yeah, and, again, and once again he only, he only nabbed um, 32 points. Yeah, that's right. Um, McQueen's just a no-go zone, super coach wise. Um, yeah, he's an Origin player, high quality, but but um, he doesn't really have that high intensity workload. He's on the field the whole game, most games anyway, but. Um, yeah, he's more sort of gets involved when it comes time to sort of making breaks or whatever, but if it's a quiet game for him, it's a low floor. So another low score there for Chris McQueen. Um, moving on to the other Friday game, the Friday night game, uh, Broncos-Titans, I guess a bit of a local derby of sorts there on the southeast Queensland. The Titans, um, look at them first. Ryan James really... Getting back to his straps, that's what we talked about at the start of the year. He had a good sort of first game, first couple of games, but 82 this week. Um, scoring a try always, of course, helps your numbers, but heavily involved in, in you know, making tackles, tackle, you know, hit-ups, tackle bus, line break, offloads, effective offloads. So very involved and a big day for him. Aiden Caesar, he looks like putting his hand up 
to the sort of the coaching staff, I guess, even though Daly Terry Evans is heading up there next year, saying I'm I'm still worthy of a of a starting role in that lineup. Sixty eight points, kicks goals. Um, he had four forced dropouts, so big effort there. The Titans, of course, not winning the game, but. Caesar's certainly trying hard. James Roberts, he's been a lot better the last couple of weeks. Um, he'd gone quiet there for a little bit, but 57 points, not a bad day for him. David Mead um, got a try and got up to 69. He's a good he's good value at 183,000, could be worth a look at. Um, and Kieran Mosley, 150,000, uh, finally getting that start and staying on the field, 62 points. So it was good to see him getting his extra minutes and certainly... Um, doing a good job. If you've persisted with him to this point, then you'd be happy with that. A couple of guys we liked heading into the year with the um, Titans players, of course, being out at the time, um, were Eddie Pettiborn and Lachlan Burr, but neither really showed much impact on this game, and that could affect future Supercoach outings, particularly Burr. Only got 17, but he had he had a couple of areas. He only got marked down with one, but realistically there was, there was two or three that he was involved in. Don't know if he's going to get another opportunity in the top grade now with most of the Titans players back. So that cheapie may have bolted, even though he will make you a little bit of money. He had a a negative break even going into the game, so he will still go up a little bit. And Eddie Pettiborn, I think he'll still be in the line, but he actually started this game, um, and I'd imagine there's still a spot for him, but not quite getting the minutes that we might hope there. Um, only 32. Uh, the Titans weren't quite up to it, I guess, this game versus the Broncos, right? No, they weren't. Um, they yeah, got, they shot themselves in the foot a few times, and then um, the Broncos got away to a, a lead, which was, you'd imagine it was fairly insurmountable, the way the Titans are playing, and that's the way it turned out. Um, they gave themselves a slight chance um, getting to eight, within eight points during the second half. Um, as you mentioned before, Kieran Mosley, uh, we tagged him at the start of the year, saying this guy could uh, bring you in some good points, and he has for this round. It's a consistency thing for him, though, and um, as you said before, uh, minutes on the field kind of thing for him as well. Um, the disappointing... Well, I mean... It's very tough. I mean, the Gold Coast are a, are a stay away. Um, if you're looking at the halves, I mean, Caesar uh, as the five eight, he will he's giving you consistent points this this year to date. Um, but um, then came Edgley, uh, LG, who uh, yeah only scored twenty two. He was replacing Daniel Mortimer, um, uh, who. Yeah, pretty much put up the same numbers, so there's no real change there. Uh, yeah, a lot of third, a lot of thirty scores for the Titans kind of signifies how they're going. The Broncos, are the, on the other hand, under new coach Wayne Bennett, um, doing very well. We predicted Andrew McCulloch would probably have a big day. The Titans giving up a lot of points to hookers, and it certainly showed through. Seventy nine points to him, had forty four tackles, but got involved in other areas as well. Anthony Milford scored a couple of tries to get his numbers up there to 62, but, I mean, he's more than half his points thanks to tries. Probably not a lot to write home about. Mitchell Dodds also had a two-try performance coming off the bench, but doesn't really get a lot of minutes. So that 76 is probably a bit of a, a bit of a high maximum for his season, really. Not, not really a lot to get too excited about. Corey Parker, 64, still worth mentioning, but a bit lower than you'd like. He's just... 
he's not on the field that much, and, and that means that you know he has a chance for those lower floors. He's still going to get those big games from time to time, but uh, not as much as in the last couple of years. Um, Dale Copley and Corey Oates, we might have thought for a bit more, 20 and 21 respectively. And Jared Wallace was a big tip going into the game, but just the 24 points. Just, the forwards were shut down pretty well with the exception of the hooking role, I guess, um, Ryan, but they still did enough to win. No, that's exactly right. Um, as you said before, you mentioned uh, McCulloch and Dodds, the two highest scorers. Uh, another guy who we, well, we basically wrote off uh, was Corey Parker who came through um, with another decent showing. Uh, it's nothing like he was last year, but he's getting up there. Um, and I think it's uh, he started to stay on the field and uh, just play the one position in the forward position. And um, I think that's paying off for them and it's certainly paying off if you've got him in your team. Um, the other guy who I thought is starting to... Uh, payback if you've kept him in your team and you must have hung on to him uh, is Lachlan Maranta. He, uh, he's either scoring tries or setting him up um, at the moment at least um, in the last few games. And he's one of those guys, well, he's cost 243 600 so he's not really that expensive, but yeah, he could be a good option for you. He's going to go up and he'll probably go up for a little while longer because he just keeps putting in those decent games. Um, 49, another good score, but he can go a lot higher. So high upside there for Miranda. Um, if you've got him, he's already making you a lot of money. Um, looking on the Saturday game, and a big upset down in Albury. The Raiders uh, are coming up against the Eagles and getting away with the win. Blake Austin, a big day for 83 points, scoring a try, having a try assist and a last pass. Uh, he, he did those high games when he played for the Tigers last year, continuing it for the Raiders this year. Sean Fensom, 78, another guy like Parker, who may be a little bit lower than what we might have hoped from years before, but still very good uh, good results, really, if he's in your team. Josh Hodgson, the exciting uh, young hooker there from England that's playing for Canberra now, he's doing very well, and he'll won't be much longer before his price level's out now, but um, certainly good value if you've already got him in your team. 73 again in this game. Jared Croker, we said at the start of the year, every time the Raiders win, he'll put up good points, and he did again, scored a try, four goals, 63 points. And uh, Jared Kennedy, 86, big day for him, um, playing there in the back row. But he has centre abilities, of course, and that can help. But making a lot of tackles, 37, scoring a try, having a last pass for a try and a line break. And finally, Sisawanko was a late inclusion, and he put up 60 thanks to a try. And certainly he's a guy that when when he's in playing, he's, he's generally doing well. We're finding even at, at Canberra, right? Yeah, no, that's right. He's a big chance um, to score just in general. Uh, he looked pretty good on the Saturday, um, coming back from injury. Um, Soliola, the perennial Raiders guy, I, I guess everyone, if, if you've got a Raiders player, it's generally going to be him um, for this season. And he put up another decent showing, 48, which was a little bit lower than um, his usual for this year. But that's um, still a decent, a decent total. Um, a guy who uh, I thought was a little bit quiet. Um, Jack Whiten thought he would have a little bit of a bigger game. Um, but 39 is still, it's still okay if you picked him up at the cheaper price at the start of the year. Uh, Mitch Cornish's replacement, Sam Williams, um, 
had a decent game, I thought. Uh, didn't really equate to the points um, super coach wise but um, a 38, well, maybe he can build on that. Yeah, it probably, probably goes to show he'll probably still be in the lineup for the next few weeks anyway on the back of that. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and apart from that, yeah, the Raiders had yeah the bunch of high scorers in the 80s and 70s. Um, they had a few mid-rangers and they actually had quite a few um, of the low. They had the three lowest as well uh, in um, Edric Lee. Mark Nichols and Glenn Buttress in uh, Edric Lee's been very, very disappointing this year. Only 23 points for this game and yeah, he hasn't really set the world on fire in any of the others and his price continues to drop. Uh, you might want to watch him just to see if he suddenly hits form because he might be a good pickup there but um, apart from that yeah, you stay away from him. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because we might have thought more out of Lee than of the game. i tell you what, there's a guy that's um, playing for Manly that we tweeted out there and again follow us on Twitter at SuperCoachPros we said this young kid can play and it's um, Tom Trebovich now his brother's already been playing in the team uh, the past few weeks for Manly but Tom probably the greater talent maybe much like the Stewart brothers the Trebovich brothers you've got one forward and one fullback essentially although he, he didn't play fullback in this game but um, with Brett Stewart being there but certainly big raps on him he put up 106 points what a debut for Supercoach definitely a guy you're looking to bring straight in either this uh, week or next two try performance a couple of line breaks um, 24 hit ups so a big day for Tom Trebovich um, not a lot else. Daly Cherevens we thought would have a decent game. He put up 66, but really we're looking at guys like Jamie Bura, only 29. Brett Stewart, only 25. You know, um, guys that are underperforming. They're, they're a bit of a mess at the moment, Manly. There's not not a you know bit of a no-go zone except for maybe Tom Trebovich, right? Yeah, no, exactly right. Um, with Trebovich, uh, he's probably you know the value the value uh, bet, I guess, if you want to want to put it in those terms for um, it's Manly, but um. Yeah, guys like Luke Burgess, who you thought would have a good season, aren't. And, yeah, there's a lot of injuries for Manly as well, which is causing a lot of havoc. And it's causing a lot of havoc super coach wise so it's probably best to stay away. Moving on to the Knights-Dragons game, and a bit of a dour fest in, in rain, uh, very rainy conditions. But uh, the Knights, who have been playing well all year, but they don't put up a lot of super coach numbers and, and very low numbers against a stingy Dragons defence uh, this week. Only really Cade Snowden, 67. Tarek Sims uh, finally back there for the Knights, 52. And Chris Housen, 54, to talk about. And again, you look more at the negatives. The guys like BJ Lalia, Joey Lalia, 29. Um, you know, a couple of the, the outside backs, Matty, Matty Utia, Sienna Matty Utia, 21, McManus, 21. Um, just some very low numbers. Uh, Tyrone Roberts only scored two. He had five errors that brought his game down to two. <laughs> wow. So the Knights, uh, they lost the game. They couldn't score a point on the field, and they didn't do so well from a super cage perspective either, Ryan. No, it was pretty uh, dour, and they were just... They were bad. Like they've been great the last four weeks, but they were pretty bad. Um, the only guy who really um, put anything through, I guess, was uh, Kate Snowden, who got sixty-seven. Um, that's continuing his good form. Um, the other guy who was who scored anything of note was Chris Houston, which were, which was fifty-four, um, and that's 
he's very um, been very consistent this season as well. The two of them have got high floors, um, and we've talked about them already. They're probably starting to reach their their salary price now. They're probably not going to get a lot more out of them. Um, but if you've already brought him in your team, you're very happy. The Dragons, you'd be very happy if you were either a Dragon supporter, like Peter does the uh, Thursday night show with us, of course, on the roundtable and some blogs online, www.supercoachpros.com. Uh, I know he was up there, and um, Josh Dugan, I mean, he's a guy that, you know, he's got a lot of ability and he can put up those big numbers for you. 86 points for him. Trent Merrin, 77, he's just a worker. 41 tackles, 20 hit-ups. You know, that's how he gets his numbers. Benji Marshall, a bit of a surprise, um, 68, although we did expect that the halves would do well against the Knights because uh, that, that we have seen that trend already this year. And, and this week, Ryan, was really a week where we did see these trends play out quite consistently through the round. Uh, of course, uh, we did the previews uh, for each week online, www.supercoachpros.com. So it's worth a read um, because you'll find that they generally played out as expected based upon those trends that we see of, of, of teams, that, you know, the matchups of what you're looking for. Not only did Benji get 68, but his house partner, Gareth, we up 58. And the other guy that we should probably be talking about a bit more on the Thursday show, the Roundtable show, is Mike, Mike Cooper. He, he scored 64, made 38 tackles. He's a good player. I want to see him get more minutes. McGregor seems to be loath to give him more minutes, but I think he can handle it, Ryan. And, and if he does get them, then he's going to put up those numbers numbers pretty regularly yeah definitely that is 100% right um he's a yeah he's a decent player and he's getting better um taking he's taking a while to find his feet um in the NRL but super coach wise he's um yeah he's doing the same thing he is finding his feet and starting to put together some good points and hopefully if you've got him or if you're thinking about getting him um that that those good performances are Equal in, uh, you know, equate to more more time on the field for him, um, and yeah, more points for you. Sharks and the Roosters and Cronulla always seem to pull out their best games for the Roosters, and it happened again. A big upset, um, but Jack Bird leading the way, and he's going to be your cheapy heading into this round without a shadow of a doubt. 115 points for him, two tries, a try assist, um, eight tackle busts, two line breaks, a massive day. He's as cheap as you can get at 113,000. That won't be the case one week from now, so everyone will be trading him into your lineup this week, except for the few people that listen to us from our pre-season games because we've been talking about him for that long rhyme but a big game for Jack Bird and really the big name coming out of that um, Sharks Sharks lineup. besides I guess your regulars Paul Gallon 71 uh, Andrew Fafita 52 not as big for him Valentine Holmes another guy we've talked about from day one 71 and, and Luke Lewis maybe the surprise 81 yeah that's right um, look Jack Bird he gives you it gives a twofold effect for Supercoach A he's going to be put in a lot of teams, and B, if anyone, and I'm not sure if they do, but if anyone has Ben Barber, mm. what do Canola do with him? Is something you've got to keep an eye on. Um, he may be on the bench, he may not be even in the team, who knows? Uh, you just got to check that out. Um, look, uh, the guy who I thought is, he might be middle of the road kind of guy, uh, but he'll probably put up a decent, well, not decent, but about around the 40s, 30s to 40s every week is Jeff Robson. He's only 252, um, but he's a relatively consistent performer. Um, if you're looking for that, uh, I guess, you you know, you, you reserve half somewhere. Cost per, um, cost per point 
sort of type of player, or they more origin maybe as your as your as your second half back doesn't play each week, but gets yeah, you through exactly origin. right. Someone to have in the wings um, who doesn't really cost you that much, and his price isn't going to fluctuate greatly one way or the other. Yeah. Looking at the Roosters, Roger Devashek certainly had a big game, 101 points, scoring a try, had a massive 18 hit-ups over 8 metres and another 10 under 8 and 2 line breaks. Um, overall, disappointing day for the Roosters for many reasons. Um, obviously, the loss uh, and also the fact that they didn't do so well supercoach-wise. Isaac Liu did well, however, 66. That's um, you know as good as we've seen from him this year. Aiden Guerra, unfortunately, suffering a, an injury. Looks like he's going to be out for six weeks. Only put up 28 points. Well, he had a high break even this week, Guerra. So he's going to cost you some money, and you're probably not going to be able to carry him moving on. So that's another topic for the Thursday night roundtable podcast, but um, disappointing day for uh, for Guerra. Um, Dylan Napa got the start with Rear Hargraves out, but didn't make the most of it. 41 points, mainly through 33 tackles. So he certainly was on the field longer getting that workload, but he didn't have that punch and attack that we've seen in other games. And so the, he really only hit his usual numbers. He, still not quite panning out, but he's got a lot of ability, Napa, and he still could... Um, for you before the season's out and the guy that perhaps is doing the type of work that we expected from him is Tui Kahu, now I've probably pronounced that wrong, I never get it right but he's the, the bench player of course of the Roosters, only 164,047 points a good day for him meanwhile Neen McDonald got his first chance there for the Roosters and only put up 28, James Maloney's been good all year but only 24 this game um, so there's, there were some low scores there. Daniel two twenty two, Ryan, um, a mixed bag, um, but some some low floors. Yeah, ex- that's exactly right. Um, some low floors. Um, it's one of those things where you look at the matchup, and look, it's not always going on stats, but it could just be everyone knows that the Roosters have their worst record against the Sharks, and so mm. that could factor in when you're thinking about. You know, you've got a player playing against a team that they traditionally do well or poorly against. Um, one of those things where you really got to um, add up, you know, and take have a good think about it. Um, the other guy who is uh, relatively cheap for the Roosters, um, Kane Evans, yep. who got forty-seven as well. He's one sixty-two, so he's in the same boat um, as a lot of the. Roosters players actually, uh, Matt McIlwick, one sixty. He got fifty three. Well, with we're out, there's going to be some. Someone's got to take that starting spot, and the Roosters uh, tr- coach Trent Robertson likes to give his starters a majority of the minutes, and the bench kind of fight out the, the last sort of twenty or so. So, whether it be Evans or Napa or Tui Kahahu, will be remains to be seen. But that's something we'll monitor really closely because he could get it. He could find a winner there. Kane Evans might just be that guy. Yeah, I agree with that. Let's go to the Monday games now and start with the Tigers for the Eels. And the Eels, with all the injuries they've been having, they're pretty much a no-go zone from Supercoach perspective. Um, Nathan Peets did do well, however. He scored a try to dummy half, made 43 tackles, got his way to 84 points. Um, he's pretty much taking over that role from Isaac DeGoyce, who now seems to be coming on playing as a back rower. 
um, especially with all the injuries sort of got to fill in there. So it's helping for Pete's numbers. But his teammates, you know, not the greatest day. Um, John Folau, big time cheapy going into the week, could only manage 28. So he's going to be a very much a, you know, high ceiling, low floor, risk reward type player. Um, Danny Wicks, the, the guy from a few weeks ago, touted as a must have cheapy, and you know, we said no, 29. So. Yeah, listen to us. We'll give you the, the scoops. We can, we might not get it all right. We never get, no one can get it all right. But um, look, you know, coming off the bench for Parramatta, a team that's probably going to lose more than they win this year, not an easy assignment. Really, you know, we'll, we'll hop away to 43. David Gower, he's getting starting. He's starting the last couple of weeks, 47. So, you know, maybe there's some someone you can pick up there, Ryan, but... But in, in general, it, it's a tough one, the Eels at the moment, with all those injuries. Yeah, uh, no, it's exactly right. With all the injuries, you just don't know who, who's going to play where. Um, Mahu, uh, Manu Mao was, uh, was in the, uh, the, uh, the centres, I think, um, at the start of the game. The centers, but, uh, um, and that kind of thing, yeah, that doesn't bode well for his points because he's obviously, the work he puts in in the second row is where he gains his points. And things like that. So it's very, very tough uh, for him to get points. Well, chops uh, his value by a third, let's face it. Exactly. And, and as a result, um, with the injuries, uh, the team struggles and so Sando and um, Norman, their halves, uh, were both down um, on their you know usual performance. Um, they were only in the 30s and the 20s, respectively. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot to like about Parramatta, um, with the exception, as you mentioned before, of uh, Nathan Peets. The Tigers, well, we knew that Parramatta were quite uh, flimsy against outside backs. It proved to be the case. Pat Richards, 91, against his old team, a huge day, scored a try, two tries, three goals. He missed two, so it could have even got close to the century mark there uh, if he'd landed them all or hit the century mark. Tim Simona, 81 points. Good day for him. He had one try assist, so he made them all through other means. Um, a nice solid day for the centre. James Tedesco, he's a high price, but he keeps putting up those good numbers. He scored 70, um, scored a try there. And Aaron Woods playing a lot of minutes, 74. Kevin Naguama's a guy we've really talked about a lot on the show um, as far as playing well but not quite getting the supercoach numbers. Well, he did today, 67. But still at 272, you're saying, well, you know... Is he going to get a little bit cheaper? And then maybe. But Naguama is certainly um, playing well enough to start uh, getting on your watch list. And finally, Robbie Farrow was off for a bit with a head knock, but he ended up making 62 points, something to monitor. And another one of those cheapies, we mentioned Falau for Parramatta, Kyle Lovett, only 30. So despite starting, uh, not really getting getting involved enough, only the 30 points. And so now again, you're sort of saying, oh, well, he's going to make you some money, but long term we're not so sure yeah no, that's exactly right um, look yeah and it's very tough especially for the uh, rookie guys and especially the rookie prices in Supercoach which are so very inviting to chuck in your team <laughs> so you've got you know that little bit of extra to you know pick up someone that you might have want, might want somewhere else but yeah if they're not giving you the points um, yeah it's difficult to justify their place um, having said that, it's yeah, it's going to be an up and down because well, because uh, they are rookies, they're going to be um, inconsistent um, in their play. Um, as is, look, uh, Pat Richards, ninety-one. Uh, I think a few weeks ago, we probably said that 
he might be a guy where you might hang on to him for a couple of weeks but not too long and then this blows up in your face like <laughs> and consistency consistency we knew today was going to be a good day he's one of those guys if you can afford him if you don't have to start him each week you're laughing having him in your 25 i guess yeah exactly right if you've got options then that's the way to go um luke brooks uh notched up 50 um and he's possibly another option for your reserve uh back back up half yep another guy Um, who you know it was a good matchup for him this week and he prevailed but um when he's got tough matchups if you can leave him out then you're laughing yeah no that's exactly right um a guy who um did quite well the previous week but not so well this week um crso sue um, only picked up 32. Didn't he, start this week, didn't he? Yeah, his time was uh, very limited, um, but he didn't seem to possibly get as involved as he did the week before. Um, maybe it's one of those mental things where you start and, you, and you're in the game straight away instead of coming into yeah. it midway through. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, yeah, you have mid-range scores, Robbie Farrow starting to get back up. Um not to his uh, usual oh, last year's standard, but um, starting to get there, and um, he was starting to run a bit more, which um, could bode well if you're thinking about putting him in your team, or indeed if you have him in your team. Yep, definitely a guy to, to keep a close eye on if you if you were looking at that second big time hooker. You might already have a guy like Seguiaro and Farrer at four oh nine. Probably not going to get a lot cheaper than that throughout the year, so. Maybe one to consider. Let's look at the Storm Warriors game and the uh, the Storm, a huge uh, win for them. Blake Green continues to do well, 56 points for him. Mahe Fanua, 58. I thought he played well there, a late call up there for young Tonomapia. Certainly um, a stronger player than Tonomapia, at least at this stage of Tonomapia's career. Cameron Smith, the ever-growing Cameron Smith, uh, 67 points. He kicked five goals. That helped and made 38 tackles. But the one man we've got to talk about is Marika Korobiti. Absolutely destroyed it. We said on the, um, the preview on the website, www.supercoachpros.com, that it was the week to plug him in. Well, 95, two tries, uh, seven tackle busts, three line breaks. He is on fire. Yeah, he was very impressive and like he was pretty much unstoppable tonight. Yeah. And it's gonna be one of those things where he's a, you know, he's getting up to be an expensive um winger, but geez, if he's putting up uh, numbers like that then he's more than more than worth it. Uh it's just a case of consistency for Crabiti. Um the other guy who did well I guess didn't do as well as uh, he has been in the previous weeks uh, to who Harris. Um, yeah. Only picked up 44 and at a price tag of 377, 700, then you'd think that you'd want to be getting um, 50s plus from him. Yeah. Yeah, disappointing day for him. Maybe Melbourne, the blowout win, maybe doesn't help a guy like Harris. The Warriors, well, they weren't helped by anyone. Mannering did put up 59, he's got a nice high floor Bodine Thompson 48 Manu, um, I'm sorry, Ben Medellino 48, but even guys like Ryan Hoffman against his old club, been good all year only 32, um, Sean Johnson only 35, Solomon Carter only 31, Conrad Harrell returned for this game and only got 16 uh, Chad Townsend's been great all year only 26, Thomas Lulai 17, a day to forget for the Warriors Yep, totally <laughs> totally and utterly, that's, you summed it up 
right then and there. Uh, Sean Johnson continues to disappoint. Um, yeah, Nathan Friend, uh, likewise. Yeah, uh, Chad Townsend had a had a poor game, and he's been the guy who has been um, putting up some good points for him. Uh, but yeah, as you said, nothing to write home about, and um, yeah, less said the better. Panthers Cowboys, another team that were a little bit disappointing. The Panthers, they look a little bit lost without Jamie Soward. Still getting, getting some decent numbers super coach wise Elijah Taylor, 67 tackles, would you believe, there for 73 points. Uh, amazing effort. James Seguiaro, 79, um, scored a try, 45 tackles. Big effort from him. Jeremy Lattimore got to start and he made 54. He's been doing really well off the bench. He's a, he's a big worker and now that he's starting, that's going to increase his um, floor quite dramatically and at 301,000. Very interesting um, purchase. And Reagan Campbell-Gillard was a cheapie at the start of the year. If you, if you managed to to sneak him in there, you'd be happy because he got 59. On the flip side, guys like Dallin Watini, Zelezniak, 19. Josh Matt saw 16. Jamal Idris, 21. Bryce Cartwright, 27. Even Matthew Moylan, 47. You know, probably hoping for more there from Penrith, but uh, you know, not not an ideal effort from them this uh, this game. No, that's right. Um, they weren't uh, really. They didn't seem to be able to get into any kind of groove during the game. You know, Mansour. As, as we mentioned before, both wingers, Watini uh, and Lesniak, not very good numbers at all, and it all comes off the back of, as you said, um, no Jamie Soward and no real structure. Um, because if you look at um, the least amount of points scored for Penner, um, and that was Peter Wallace, their halfback, who you would assume would be yeah, taking over a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the playmaking. Uh, duties but that's not not happening and so the Panthers it's tough uh, to pick um, it didn't help that uh, Jamal Idris had to play second row yep um, and yeah it's it's tough when you have um, injuries like that and you know someone and there's a big shift before the game starts uh, you really got to be kind of yeah either lucky or um, close to uh, close to a phone or something to so you can change your team um, if need be. Follow us on Twitter. Have it on your phone. <laughs> At Supercage Pros. Cowboys. Matthew Wright, 101. Um, huge game. Three tries. Thanks mainly to Jonathan Thurston who set up three tries. He scored 101 as well. Um, just outstanding. I think Thurston, he, uh, you know, he lost some... His salary went down thanks to some lower than uh, expected performances earlier in the year, but now he, I think it's time to jump on that bandwagon. He's going to go up and up and up. James Tamau, 68. Now that he's starting, he's good value at 273,000. Jason Tomalolo is um, certainly reaching what we expected, 58. Maybe not the huge high ceiling we hope from him, at least not yet. That's coming from his back row partner, Ethan Lowe. Another big game, 83 points this time. He scored a try, that really helps. And Tauto Moga was very impressive in the centres, putting right away a couple of times, 69 points for him. Good day for the Cowboys, Ryan. Yeah, great day for the Cowboys. Um, Lachlan Coote um, at the back against his old club um, also scored 58. Um, look, just on Ethan Lowe, I think I'm just going to come out and say that he's almost the um, premier second row uh, super coach mm. player. At the moment, I've talked about him every week, and I mean every week he just every keeps point. doing these, these huge scores. I mean, Josh Hoffman was the other one, but after today, Lowe's taken the the mantle. Yeah, and he's just he's scored a try, and 
he's just, he's made you know close to 40 tackles. He's only missed one. So that that kind of work rate really um, pays off for you if you've got him in your team. Um, a disappointment um, is Michael Morgan. Um, he's had a bad year, uh, super coach wise. Uh, to date, and that's continued today, um, even though they won and won fairly convincingly in the end. Curse of the 5-8, mate, super catch. Yeah, it's so. just whatever, whoever's <laughs> playing there is not playing well. They don't, uh, and and just super catch numbers, even, you know, you could, like a Kieran Foran, you could be offering for your team and just super catch wise just not seeing the results. Um, you know, Thursday night topic. Speaking of such things, it's time to go for the review show. But um, Thursday night, we'll be doing the Supercoach Roundtable podcast there. Look at us online, www.supercoachpros.com, or follow us on Twitter at Supercoach Pros. Thanks, Ryan, and we'll talk to you during the week. No, you will.